Now, I love nostalgia. I love revisiting things from when I was growing up. Everything from Kiss to Ghostbusters to Star Wars. And these days, there is no shortage to getting a fix for these. Want to watch your favorite TV show? Buy the box set on DVD or get it on iTunes. Want to act out your favorite scene? Now you can buy prop replicas and action figures from even the most obscure parts of any film or show. Be it Samuel L. Jackson's bad motherfucker wallet from Pulp Fiction to an action figure that lets you reenact the torture scene with Han Solo from Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back, complete with torture chair. There are channels on cable TV that show nothing but nostalgic stuff and internet celebrities that make careers out of nitpicking and complaining about every little thing in everything whether it be video games, movies, or even comic books. There are new books, movies, and TV reboots and online forums for every single thing you might be into. You can even read about them f If you've ever done a Google search for anything you used to love, you have felt your childhood bad touched by the dreaded Rule 34, that somewhere out there, there is sexual or pornographic material about any conceivable subject. Harry Potter is getting his wand waved by everyone from Dumbledore to Hagrid. The Scooby-Doo gang is trying to solve the mystery of how many Scooby snacks Daphne can stuff in her cooch. And Fred has given Barney the brontosaurus bone for stealing his fruity pebbles one too many times. Christ, you people are sick. And that's not even the worst of it. If art's not enough for you, there is fan fiction out there of literally anything you can think of. Slash fiction. Het. Fem slash. No matter if you're into Elmo, the Wuzzles, or the Smurfs, anything you can name has been felt up, groped, poked, and drizzled with enough goop and crap to make them look like Marjorie the all-knowing trash heap. And I'll bet there's fanfic out there about them, too. Internet, are there no depths you won't sink to? Hello! Oh, this does not bode well. Look what I found on the internet! A shred of human decency? Even better, I found a point cast slash fiction. You mean a story about you and me? Sit back, close your eyes, and let yourself be drawn into the fantasy. We open on the inside of a modest two-bedroom bachelor apartment. <gasps> Hugh sat on the plush leather sofa in the living room, sexually brooding how alone he was. Mm. Oh, oh, I feel so alone. Mm. Maybe I can repair the damage? Hugh looked up and gasped, gasped. taking in the sleek, muscular mustelid <gasps> as he strode sexily into the room, the air currents making his fur ripple and his collar jingle. I'm so sexy. At the sight of the depressed manatee, he sat next to him, concerned. Hugh, Hugh, my dearest dugong. Whatever is the matter? Oh, I feel so alone. I need... I need to fill the void within my life. Hugh couldn't take it anymore. His alabaster eyes filled with tears. And he collapsed against his lover, sobbing as Poink held him in his strong, manly arms. There, there. Whatever do we do? We fill your void with my love. Our love. And I will never leave you. Hugh gasped as Poink laid him down on the sofa and climbed on top of him. But, but what if we stay in the couch? Think of it as breaking it in. Yes, Poink's elegantly trimmed claws brushed against the manatee's chest area and played with his many nipples. One. One manatee nipple. Two. Two manatee nipples. Oh, oh, flipper. That's nothing. Can you feel this? Oh, oh, Plank, I can feel you. And so he could, 
Because as Poink undulated desperately against the writhing humanity, his became very apparent as it prodded against the manatee's thick hide. Oh, oh, Hugh, my, my dear sweet levatee. I need it in me, please. It's so big and, and veiny. You mean my back flipper? Yes. Oh, goodness, yes. Just right there, right under my tail. You stuff me like a roll of cookie dough, my sweet hotness. You tease the sexy ferret, his barely brushing against his lovers until both were hot and syrupy, ready for passion. Take me it, Jemima. Point bit his lip and looked meaningfully into Hugh's eyes. Hugh shakily nodded and held his lover tightly, closing his eyes briefly. Point then down and with Hugh's until it shifted position and and the two were crying out in passion. Land and sea became one as the two climaxed simultaneously, their desperate cries intertwining to become one unified sound, and then both collapsed in a panting, sweaty, soggy, sloppy embrace. Oh, I love you, sweetie weasel. Oh, my sweet lovety. I love you, too. I told you we'd stay in the couch. Nine months later, you gave birth to a bouncing baby ferrety. So what do you think? I think I threw up in my mouth a little. And I think I'm going to pray to any upright god I can find that they never make this into a movie. Well, if they ever do, I know who we can get to play us. Who? Cousin Zaki and three the bitchy administrating penguin. Well, they're too dignified to mess with something like this. Probably. And remember, this is pointy weasel at... Hey, we don't need you anymore. Sorry. <laughs> I'm tapping that. So this is Pointy Weasel at point.furryhost.com and on iTunes saying that you people are just vile. Have you no shame or decency? Is there any lower that you can sink? Hey, look, Rubik the Amazing Cube Slash Pick. It's going to be an early drinking night. I'll get you for this, JR.